Hey, and just a quick reminder that the audio-only versions of these Vital MX interviews are available on the Vital MX podcast page. Search for it anywhere you get your pods and let your friends know about it. What's up, guys? This is Darkside with Vital MX. Today, I have two guests, Max Volan and his dad, Talon Volan. What's up, guys? Oh, man, just uh, checking it out and waiting, to, waiting for the call and yeah, get into this thing. Yeah, this is going to be fun, I think. Let's just get right into it. Max, I believe it was eight top tens, and you ran up front at a few, t- a few of the rounds. Looking back on your full season, what are your takeaways? How do you feel about the season as a whole? Um, I think it was an improvement from last year for sure. Um, we definitely were a little bit more consistent with our results, I felt like, this year, and also running more up towards the top five a lot more. Um, so I'm happy with the progress. I, I, there are some goals I wish I could have accomplished this year, but um, for sure, you know, next year's will be the year to, to accomplish those. And, and I'm happy with it. Uh, I really wanted that fifth overall in the points, but uh, I mean, RJ was riding pretty good there towards the end. So, um, yeah, we ended up uh, sixth in the points. What What were those accomplishments that you wanted to get? I assume moto wins and overalls, that kind of thing? Yeah, well, the first, you always got to kind of take small steps and just kind of walk the, the path. So the first is just third in a moto, and then let's yeah. go for a third in overall, and then let's go for a second, let's go for first kind of deal. Um, yeah, I really wanted to get a podium overall this year, and I was close a couple times where I could have had the opportunity to. It just, yeah, it just didn't work out. So those top dudes were, were at a very high level, and it was, it was hard to catch up to get onto that level, I feel like. I was improving, but it's the same with everyone. Everyone else improves as the year goes on too. So it's really hard once you're in the race. We can, uh, you know, every every weekend in and out that it's hard to to gain on those guys because they're doing pretty much all the same stuff you're doing, and it's hard to want us to do more because you don't want to be too beat down for for the race on the weekend. You want to be a hundred percent and really manage your peak. So it's it's kind of hard to gain when you're mid season, but yeah. Um, yeah, everyone's also improving, getting better. So. Absolutely. It's, just, it's tough to get on that level. But once you're there, it's, it's easy to stay there kind of deal, you know, okay. unless you get hurt. Talent, were there things you saw him improve on or things that you saw click during the season that you can tell us about? Just things you witnessed as, a, as the dad? You know, I, I just I, I kind of like follow what he said there. And it was just a big improvement from last year. Some of those improvements were just things that we learned from last year, which, you know, I'm more on the side of uh, food and uh you know, training and recovery. And we learned, you know, at this level, uh, recovery is almost, it's probably as important as, as it is, uh, you know, trying to get better and and eating just for the race, but immediately after the race, these are some of the lessons we learned, um, which, which I guess leads back to him getting these results because he was stronger. He was able to recover faster and start training again during the week. So all these small steps that, that you don't see as an amateur coming in that you, kind of learn i will say that one great thing about being on the red bull ktm team we're we're around some of the best riders in the world which you know marvin and, and we got an opportunity to spend some time with dungy meaning you're under the tent you can see what they're doing what they're eating what their people are doing and so sometimes you're like okay well we could try that or let's try this so that's been a big benefit also just being on this this team to help max uh you know continually uh grow in a consistent way yeah, just absorbing everything that's going on around you. 
Yes, that is that is definitely a benefit of being on one of the top teams. Fantastic. Uh, Max, what were some of the struggles that you know you have to focus on overcoming for next season? Was there anything in particular that stood out? Really just just need to, to work on. I feel like one of my biggest weaknesses is my one-lap lap time. My qualifying has never been great, and it, even this year I think my best was like an eighth or a seventh. Actually, no, I did get that one fifth fifth overall at Bud's Creek. That was the best I've ever gotten in, I think, ever top five in the, in the qualifying practice. So, um, yeah, I definitely need to work on that because that will help just improve confidence just for the day in general. Um, and I just need that little bit extra speed. I need to find that 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 little bit extra level where you're just kind of really sending it and pushing it because also you can, when you're doing your hot laps, you can kind of learn what corners you can push really hard mm-hmm. and uh if you need to break that out for a race moment to make a pass or something you know how far you can go um into certain corners and how fast you can go through certain sections so i feel like my biggest weakness is is working on those one lappers and, and really getting fast times and, and, and getting good gate picks and stuff i feel like that's pretty much all i'm missing i've got some cons- i've got the most consistency it seems like i've always just always right where I end up. So yeah. um, I just need to work on my speed and be a little bit more consistently faster. I'd say I'm about like a, it was the second half off all year. Um, I just need to find that. Mm, we should be right there. When you go out for qualifying, are you a kid that can go like from lap one all out or do you have to build into it? Because that seems to be a struggle for a lot of younger kids coming in. Of Like, I only have a few minutes to get my fast lap in and you're it's not often that you're going to get a completely clear lap. So you almost have to go 100% from the moment you go and, and not everybody's good at that. Is that something you have to work on or are you pretty good at it? Yeah, yeah, I feel like that's definitely like a, a just get up and go kind of deal. Is yeah. is I feel like I I'm when it when it came to amateur racing, my first laps were always amazing. I felt like my first laps were always pretty much better than the majority of the kids I was racing. But now it's it's different with longer motos and, and now time qualifying because you're also you don't want to go all out and and qualifying for the entire time because you're not trying to kill yourself before the two motos you have to do during the day. Um, yeah. So it's hard to, to stop and go and stop and go because usually when I am riding motos, my lap times come right towards the middle of the moto is when all my best laps are because I have the track completely dialed. I know a lot of the lines and you can kind of put stuff together. Um, all the all the, the trick stuff that you can do around the track, you, you can put it together into, into consistent laps. Right. But when you're doing qualifying, you have to figure all those out fast and then you have to try and nail it fast and you're also trying a lot harder than you usually would in a moto so you make a lot more mistakes um so it's, it's hard to be consistently have fast lap times in qualifying considering you have to stop wait make sure you have a gap um go and try and trying to try extra hard without making any mistakes because that's that's the one thing i've i've had so many good laps going and then you you miss a corner or you go off track or yeah yeah you, you get sketchy and you miss a line and you just lose too much time and yeah you just don't gain anything so that makes tons of sense that's also tough. yeah talent as find that limit. yeah talent as his as his dad and you've been a, obviously one of the biggest parts of his amateur career and his program for years have you found a way or like a line where you kind of step back when you're at the races on Saturdays and just let him do his thing? Um, definitely. I think 
especially this year, midway through the season, I got pretty busy. Um, you know, so I, I actually had to be on the road for like three weeks straight. Uh, so I would just meet Max at the race. Um, I, I primarily focus now on uh, just his food and, and, and stuff and preparation when we're there. But the rest of the stuff is, is honestly in, the, in his hands. And I, I don't even really go over and see the bike or, or talk to those guys <laughs> because, uh, you know, they have a ton of experience and <laughs> they yeah. don't seem like they care too much about dads anyway. So um, <laughs> he just has to kind of trust the team and, and Max has got to learn to work with them. And that's all part of it. And um, it seemed like, you know, we were definitely making some strides and, um, yeah, I mean, Max pretty much does, he pretty much does his own thing besides, uh, just food and preparation. So I can still help there, but, um, I do feel like my job is to try to try to align him also. Like we're, we're working more with Dr. G now a little bit. That was, you know, you kind of like test things. Oh, did it work? Okay. Yeah. So this is something better. So we keep trying to step those little areas up that, that are working and the ones that don't, we kind of stop. Is that somewhat of a relief to be able to release some of those reins? Or again, as a dad, a parent, sometimes that's not so easy. How has that been for you? Yeah, no, it's not so easy. (laughs) (laughs) You know, sometimes it's more complicated than people know inside um, the teams. But, uh, you know, that's just what you got to deal with. And and that's what he needs to learn to deal with. Mm -hmm. You know, sometimes I think as a young man, you come in, Sometimes you got to be strong, you know, you got to be clear on what you want rather than to him haw around because then it might not get done or maybe some clicks didn't get turned like you wanted because you didn't say, I want this. So these are all, I think, things that um, the younger kids eventually learn how to communicate with, uh, with, the, with the team managers and also the mechanics. Perfect. Uh, Max, what's your relationship like with Roger and Ian? They're, they have a little bit of a reputation of – maybe sometimes not focusing so much on the 250 guys or only focusing on whoever's doing really well. And I didn't know if that's accurate. Like, I mean, how do you feel about your relationship with the team? Yeah. I mean, the relationship's good. Um, the way they, they, they manage, of course they're, I mean, I feel like it's a lot with a lot of teams, like their best guys are always going to get the most attention because that's their best chance of getting good results. Um, but I, I feel like when it comes to the testing side and the bike and the effort, um, definitely towards the end of the season we're we were trying a lot of stuff and we, we everyone the whole team was really making uh, huge steps into the right direction with suspension and everything and and even the, the bike wise with 250 to try and make it faster we've been working on some stuff and yeah they've got some stuff definitely in the making that um, I've tried and it's it's gonna be good for next year so okay um, I'm looking forward to that so yeah we're, we've got some effort uh, coming now with the to also have another guy to test a little bit um, it's going to help a lot and they're, they're putting the effort in right now. They, they, they've got me wanting to do some testing here shortly actually. And, and just straight, just me, only me and just three days straight of just trying stuff. So okay. I don't know what they got to try, but I got some stuff to try. So I feel like the effort's there. It's not like they lack anything. And, and yeah, Ian and Roger is kind of sometimes <laughs> I would say Ian's good top Roger's bad top sometimes, but if it's good, <laughs> if it's good, everyone's happy. You know, if it's, if it's okay, uh, you know, you might you might not see Roger, but uh, at least you'll hear something from me. So okay, it's all good. How are you as a tester? Are you learning to communicate like what you feel and what you want to the to the uh, mechanics, the suspension guys, the engine guys? Is that something you're getting pretty comfortable with? Yeah, yeah, really good actually. Um, uh, one one of our suspension guys, uh, Jim Anderson, just ended up retiring, but we had a really good relationship and. Uh, yeah, I worked well with him and, and also 
uh, our other guy Ryo is is really good. And yeah, there was there's a point midway through the season where I was riding the bike and we were just having problems with the shock. And I was I just was thinking like, what can I do to this thing? Because we, I, my dad was there. Even we t- spent a day at Allensville, just clicked the thing all the way both ways multiple times to try and find something that was good. And we just we couldn't find anything. And I, I was just like man, I just need more dampening in this shock. And that's just what I felt like it needed. And I told my suspension guy that, and he's like, yeah, sure, whatever. I'll just try whatever you want. And uh, he, he sent us a shock with more dampening, and, and it ended up working really well. And then uh, Dungey ended up liking it, and he, he ran it the next weekend. And then Dungey ended up doing a little bit of a change to it, and then I ended up trying that change, and I liked that. So we kind of had a, a thing going where we are kind of bouncing stuff off each other. But, I mean, to have something that – Ryan Dungey liked was kind of a bit of a confidence, confidence booster in my, my testing uh, ability that I could see that that's what the shock needed. I could feel that's what the shock needed. And another guy was able to prove that it was good. That's uh, really cool to hear. Yeah, I like that. Yeah. I want to ask you yeah. both about uh, Iron Man. Yeah, I'm going to go to you first, Town. When he was running second, I, like, that was one of his best starts of the season. It seemed like he was, he was ripping at Iron Man. I got super excited. Kind of want to know what was going through your head in that moment, Talon. Uh, I was just, you know, to be honest, um, you know, I don't know if people know this, but Max broke his thumb about four and a half weeks out from the first round. So yep. it was super, super challenging when we started the season. It was very stressful. We only had two days where we did a couple motos going into that. So it, honestly, like it just seemed like Max was building through the year. And um, I, I, I literally felt like he was at that race finally back to where you know, he was the year before when he came out of Paula up front battling with the, with the lead. I think that, um, you know, he did get some arm pump and you need to run up front to run up front, you know? So I think he just wasn't used to that pace and that intensity and it it got to him, but it felt like we were just getting there at the end of the year. Mm -hmm. So I kind of, I kind of anticipate, you know, going into 23 that he will start out probably around that position. Um, you know, maybe a little better, but top five guy. And then I, I believe he'll work himself into some, some some good podiums heading you know mid midway to the end of the season next year. That's what I would expect and hope to see. Okay, Max, how about you? In that moment, was that a heart rate spikes? Oh crap! Who's behind me? Or like, okay, let's let's learn from this. Let's take what I can get. You know, like what were you, what was going through your head in those moments of those laps? Well, first off, I was off the start, and I just remember like. I actually got a good start, so I'm not going <laughs> to waste this because the start has been struggling all year. And uh, I finally was up top three. And honestly, I almost had the whole shot. RJ just ended up pushing me a little bit uh, wide because he just had to control the corner, which is fine. Um, but I was like – uh, and the thing is I used the sight laps correctly because I remember last year too, even from last year, they prep a lot of those outsides for the first moto. And uh, – at sight lap, I literally hit every outside, and every outside was pretty much completely brand new, fresh berms, just straight hero berms out there. So, <laughs> um, I knew that that's what I was going to do the first few laps. And when I got the start, I'm like, okay, I'm just going to send every outside as fast as I can. And it was working at the time until about four or five laps, and all the berms <laughs> got blown out. And then, uh, I was also, I remember just like passing RJ, um, and then I, I reeled in Thrasher really fast. And then, yeah, I, I had that pass attempt where I tried to get by him. And then uh, the funny thing was, is actually when we came into that corner, he looked over his shoulder going through those rollers and he seen me coming and 
It's like you can see a guy when he when he tries a little bit extra hard just for a second because he, he looked over his shoulders, looked back, and then just left it wide open going to that corner. <laughs> and I was watching him. He came in. He came in too far outside of the rut and was actually falling. And I thought he was going to fall because of how leaned over he was. He's coming in the corner. And it looks like you can just see the dude when he's about to fall. And he's just falling, falling, falling. But he, like, hit a soft spot, and it hooked him, and it stood him up just good enough to where he could get that double. And it really threw me off that I, I stood my bike up because I was just expecting him to crash and waiting for him to crash so I could see it happen. Um, which uh, I messed it up, had to roll, and I lost a bunch of time. But, yeah, it was crazy how I could just see him try extra and then mm-hmm. almost almost crashing and then almost him crashing messed me up. And then I ended up getting the pass. But then, yeah, I ended up like uh, lap five's arms were, were just so pumped up already. And then, I was just hanging on for dear life at that point. I figured that's what it was. Yeah, it's just yeah, because I went back fast. Like, yeah, I just couldn't even go. I couldn't turn the bike. I just couldn't turn it. It yeah. sucks when you get arm pumps. Your conditioning's completely fine. Everything's fine, but you just can't hold the bike. Yeah, I know all about that arm pump, Max. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> at my age, I know all about it. Uh, okay, a couple more things. Going into year three of your pro career. Is the plan stay the same? Any changes to your program, Max? Anything that you might change up, do differently? I don't think so. Uh, we're definitely going to try and, and test more and ride some more different tracks, I know, uh, supercross-wise. We, we want to, uh, last year we, with the new bike coming out, we got stuck at the test track for too many too many days, way too many days. And uh, so now, now that uh, you know, we have the the ability to go hit whatever tracks we, we want. We're going to hit pretty much whatever private or local track that's open that we can just to get experience on more and different tracks. Mm-hmm. There's different style built supercrosses because you go to the, you go to the supercross track on the weekend. It's built completely different than anything you usually ride and you have to learn it fast and you go to the next weekend built by the same dudes, but the, the transitions are all different. So, it's pretty much you're riding like a different style of supercross track every week. So I got you. Um, yeah. That's, that's kind of our goal. Talon definitely got some more testing too. So Talon with the, uh, the, the food side, the conditioning side, that kind of stuff. Uh, the, the, the health side, is there anything that you want to implement or do different or continue on? Um, I think we're on the right track. You yeah. know, we're doing a, just do a blood test this off season, just to double check everything. Um, that's all good. I, I do agree. And me and Max have been talking, you know, last year was, was a little more challenging than usual because we did have the new bike and it was a secret, right? So we did have to stay on that track for, for a couple months mm-hmm. almost until January. So we didn't get much time to try different tracks. You, you know, you, you get a, a track long enough. You think you're going fast and it's all good on that one track, but when you get another track, things change, settings change. So we're going to kind of change it up this year and, and really focus on uh, riding a lot of different tracks. And, and, you know, the bike's a lot more developed this year. So um, I think the position is good. Um, and, yeah, I, I think that everything is good. I don't think we need to actually change too much. You don't want to uh, – you know, it wasn't a great Supercross season at all by any means, but uh, I, I don't think we got to change a lot. We just need to do more testing because I believe out of testing, be it you test, sometimes things are bad and some things are good. But this is how, to me, a young guy gains confidence. You start to feel more good, more good, more good. A lot of times, you know, getting better – um, so I want to really focus on more testing for us and just lots of different tracks. And I think that Max will be in a, a decent position uh, to go out and get some, some, some really good results and show what he can do in Supercross. And then we'll be ready to uh, hopefully hit that podium quite a few times on outdoor next year. Ah, great plan. I love it. Last thing, 
You guys mentioned, uh, Max, you mentioned Vial coming over, and Talon, you kind of mentioned having Dungey under the tent, and even Cairoli was there for a little bit. Max, were there any, was there anything in particular that you spent some time with those guys, maybe got some information, just anything you took away, you learned from Cairoli uh, and Dungey, even AP maybe, just being around those guys that you absorbed? Um, just really how professional they, they are. Um, and how, how serious they are, and, and especially Dungey's always seems like he's on a tight schedule and he's always got everything exactly how he wants it. Um, and e- even Marv, too, during Supercross and just kind of some small stuff and, like, just for certain races, they have certain things that they, they do. Like, when we are when we we're in uh, Minneapolis for the first round, we were, we were under the stadium. So we didn't have our, our normal stuff in the truck, but Marv had everything that he needed. He even brought like a little hamper to, to take a nap in be- between uh, the practice and night shows, just stuff like that, just how professional and how organized they are and how, how like bang, bang, bang with everything that they do with eating and recovery and warming up and all that stuff. So um, I definitely learned the, that aspect of it. Um, honestly, didn't ask the guys too many questions because it's hard to really ask a guy on the, on the race weekend and stuff stuff like that because they're so focused on their program you just kind of sit back and watch it from a distance um you know well you don't want to mess a guy up or or, you know get in their way at all so i kind of haven't asked too many questions but um definitely learned that aspect of it perfect well guys i think that's all i have for you uh max talon it's always great getting to catch up with you and uh, i enjoy seeing you when i'm at the races and appreciate your time Awesome, Jamie. Thank you for your time. You guys have a a great day. You too. You too, Max. Be safe, and uh, we'll talk to you guys soon.